everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Um, We are in 2022. I'm excited for what this year brings. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you want to find out more about our ministry, you can go to www.lifepouredoutintl.org. If you are new to the show, we have an episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also go to Charisma News. I write a lot of articles on there that highlight the valuable um, teachings, scriptures that we share on this show, the messages, really highlighting the messages. And so you can tune into Charisma News, put my name in the search bar. There's tons of articles on there. You can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Audible, anywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can find over 160-something episodes now of Awakened Podcasts. I'm having a hard time keeping track. But um, we have some great guests, amazing interviews, different teaching series for you this year that I believe will strengthen your spirit, awaken your heart to the gospel of Jesus Christ, really empower you. Um, and um, challenge you to embrace who you are, to walk in your God-given destiny, to stomp on the devil's head because he cannot hold you back this year. The God of peace crushes Satan under your feet, according to the scriptures. And if we have the word of God living on the inside of us, we overcome the evil one, according to 1 John. And so this is very important. We love the word of God. We love the spirit of of God, experiencing his presence, experiencing his glory, knowing him personally, knowing him intimately, having a sound theological foundation, understanding the Trinity, understanding our relationship with him, understanding grace versus law, getting a grasp of our identity, how God sees us, how he feels about us, understanding the scriptures in this way, knowing the tools that are in our tool belt, knowing what we have access to now in the Holy Spirit as believers so we can walk out our God-given callings, etc. We dive into so much that I believe is valuable for this time, this hour, what the Holy Spirit is highlighting, what he is wanting to impart into his body in this time. The church is in a very important hour. We must grow and mature into the fullness of Jesus Christ. This is our calling. This is our destiny. We've received fullness and grace upon grace. We are everything that we will be, but we are growing in our maturity, in our understanding of such, in our maturity, in our manifestation of who we truly are. And so this is vital. And today, I want to start off the year right. We're talking about you know, devotion to Christ is how I ended the year of 2021, talking about how the Lord is bringing us back to a place of undistracted devotion. And now I want to talk to you about something the Lord's been speaking to me in certain scriptures I've been reading. Uh, I want to talk to you about the spirit of revelation. And there's been scriptures I've been feeding on, I've been sitting on, just really digesting where the spirit of revelation has been highlighted. And so I want to read to you a few different scriptures I just want to put some light on it, and then I want to pray for us at the end here, all right? So it's not going to be a long episode. I just want to highlight the Word of God, and I want to pray for an impartation of the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, okay? It's a Holy Spirit of God. We all have the Holy Spirit. Our body is His home. Now we want our hearts to be activated, to be awakened, to see Him, to encounter Him, to get revelation from the Word of God. And so um, the core scripture that many will know is Ephesians 1 15 through 19. There's a lot there. I'm just going to read it to you guys. And the apostle Paul says this to the church at Ephesus. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith that you have in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you and your love for all the saints, 
Do not, I do not cease to give thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. So this is what he's saying. This is what he is coming to the Lord with regarding the church in Ephesus. He is saying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in his saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who believe. He's saying a couple different things here. He's saying, I pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation comes and gives you knowledge of Jesus. And not only that, and this isn't just intellectual knowledge, this is spiritual knowledge. This is an impartation of intimate knowledge, knowing him more deeply, seeing him rightly. And he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart, that your heart would be able to see, that your heart wouldn't be blind like many in the world. Many are trapped in blindness. They're not able to see the God of the universe, the one that created them with the spoken word. They're not able to see him in the intimate details of their life because of spiritual blindness. It is a disease. It is a disorder. We need the spirit of revelation to open the eyes of our heart. It's not only unbelievers that deal with spiritual blindness. We as believers deal with spiritual blindness as well. Not on the reality of Jesus being the son of God, but on many other facets of our relationship and our walk with God. We need to be awakened. That is the purpose of this show. And so going into this, he's saying, I want your eyes to be open, that you will know what the hope of his calling is in you and that you would know the riches of his inheritance in you and that you would also know the power that is available to you when you believe. And so we need a heart awakening. If you go into Psalm 73, and I actually had an episode last year, towards the end of last year, probably five to 10 episodes ago, it's hard to remember, on Psalm 73, and I just gloss over it. I just share a little bit on it, but I'm going to read to you in Psalm 73, Asaph, who's the psalmist here who wrote this song, he is all stressed out. He's seeing the prosperity of the wicked. He is you know, in trial and having hardship, and he's just like blind to the reality of God in his life. He's blind to the reality of the doom of the ungodly. He just, he's not seeing things correctly. He's saying, what, why am I even living holy? Why am I even living godly? If all these people who aren't are being blessed and prosperous. So he says, when I pondered to understand these things, it was troublesome in my sight. This is Psalm 73. I'm going to read 17 through 20. He's saying, I was troubled when I pondered all of these carnal things. I was blind to these things. And then he's saying, until I came to the sanctuary of God, then I perceived their end. Perception. That's the spirit of revelation. That is an awakening on his mind. He said that when I walked into the sanctuary of God, when I got into the presence of the Lord, I was able to see clearly. I was able to have a perception that is pure and true and right. I was able to see things as they really are from God's perspective, not just my human natural perspective, but from the perspective of heaven. I was able to see through the eyes of Christ by the spirit of God. 
God. And he's saying, I perceived their end. You put them on slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. How they are destroyed in a moment. They are utterly swept away by terrors. And so he's saying like, hey, I was only seeing you know, on, on a surface level, seeing what was going on in the natural, that they were prospering. But then I got into your sanctuary. I came into your presence. My eyes were anointed to see clearly. I began to perceive rightly and understand that their end truly is destruction. And my life, and then he goes on to talk about how God is his portion forever and ever. And he began to declare the goodness of God and the reality of God. So he got a proper heavenly perspective and he began to, his heart softened as it awakened. As his heart awakened to reality, his heart softened. He began to experience love stirring again in his heart. He began to feel that peace, that joy, that hope that filled his heart. He began, his emotions aligned with who he is in God. And so there's something that takes place. It's a transformation. It's the renewing of the mind. When we operate and experience, when we operate in the spirit of revelation, when we encounter the spirit of God and he transforms the way we see, he transforms the way we hear, then our mind is renewed and we are transformed by the renewing of our minds according to Romans chapter 12. And how many of us want transformation. We yearn for transformation. This is the way, the spirit of revelation. I've been memorizing Psalm 36. I'm going to read seven through 10. It goes like this. This is King David. And he says, how precious is your loving kindness, O God, and the children of men take a refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the abundance of your house and you give them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and in your light we see light. I love that verse, verse, 20, verse 10. In your light we see light. When we are in the light of Christ, when our eyes are focused upon him, Jesus said that if our eyes are singly focused, if light is in our eyes, then our whole body is full of light. If our mind is set on the spirit, it is life and peace. A mind fixated on him walks in peace, according to Isaiah. And so we must understand that a mind set on spirit brings life to us. When we are engaging our heart with the spirit of God, when we are seeing him for who he is, when the truth truth of Christ is reigning on the inside of us through faith, then we are able to see light, see the truth, see reality, see what matters most, see his handiwork, see what is his, him operating behind the scenes. We're able to see his touch, his fingerprint, his kiss on what we are doing in his light. We see light when we are in his light, when we are walking in his presence, when we are learning to abide, when our heart is aware of him, when we are walking with the God consciousness, when our mind and our affection is set on things above, not on things beneath. This is the core of what the apostle Paul taught. And not only the apostle Paul, but we're, we're King David. King David seeking the heart of God, realizing that when I'm in the sanctuary of God, Asaph saying, when I'm in the sanctuary of God, I perceive reality. King David saying that when I am in his light, in his glory, in his presence, when I'm intimate with him, when I'm engaged with him, when I am seeing him and looking upon him, I see light. I see reality. I see truth. I'm not blind. I'm not deceived. And if you don't want to be deceived, we must engage with the spirit of revelation. And there's a story, I'm not going to go into all the details here, but it's in 2 Kings chapter 6, where it's a prophet, Elisha, and his servant. They are surrounded by armies, and the prophet, 
Elisha says something very profound to his servant. I'm going to read verses 15 through 17. When the servant of the man of God, who's Elisha, got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. And he said, oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet Elisha answered. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. And then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw hills full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. That's what he said. Pray that the eyes of his heart may be enlightened. This is what the apostle Paul is talking about in Ephesians chapter one, verses 15 through 19. He's, this is what Elisha in the old covenant prayed for his servant. No, he's blind. He can't see that we have angel armies with us, that there's chariots of fire with us in the supernatural realm, that we have an army that is more vast, more powerful, more mighty than any army that is surrounding this city. He cannot see. He's blind. He cannot perceive. He's only seeing in the natural. But Lord, open his eyes. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, open his eyes. And boom, he was able to see in the spirit, see what is beyond any natural human being's ability to see, see in the supernatural realm to see what is truly taking place. And he did. And he did. This is uh, a picture here of what the apostle Paul is talking about in Ephesians. Now, all of us as believers, you know, the apostle Paul, even to the Corinthian church, rebuked them for being carnal. He rebuked them for being fleshly and living like mere human beings. And so even as believers born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit, justified, holy, righteous, even as believers, we can operate out of the carnal mind. We can, you know, only be focusing on that which is here on the earth, not tuning into God, not pressing into God, not living with a God awareness, a God consciousness. And because of that, we can live our lives way below our inheritance as believers, way below our rights And just not operating in the supernatural, not connecting with the Lord, not living from that place of divine intimacy. And you know, that says when mind is set on flesh, it produces death. This is Romans chapter eight, but mind on spirit is life and peace. This is the renewal of the mind. This is a transformation we long for when we are born again and we receive what Christ has done. Our spirits are awakened. We receive the spirit of God or we are activated. We are children of God, but There is more, there is deeper. Our spirit, we've received the fullness of God and grace upon grace. Our spirit has no lack. We are divinely connected to heaven by the spirit of God. And so, but if we are to experience it on this earth, there is a gateway, which is our mind. And it is often the place where we become blind or become deceived, where we can't, you know, we limit ourselves. We have doubt, you know, and and we do not access and walk in the fullness that God has for us. You know, as I I'm an, as I read the Word of God, I am I worship. Before I even open the Bible, I spend time with the Lord worshiping, and I just thank Him and I praise Him and I set my attention and my affection upon Him. And if I'm, you know, maybe I, I feel a little more broken in the morning, a little more dependent, maybe I'm overwhelmed. Then I just come to Him humbly. God, I need You. God, I love You. Sometimes it's a burst of praise and thanksgiving. Sometimes it's a broken 
amen, and a broken God, I need you, I love you, I am here, I am your son, I can't do this without you, apart from you I can do nothing, and there's a sweet sense of his presence that comes, but I engage with him relationally because he is my husband, because he is my father, because he is my friend that sticks closer than a brother, I engage with the Lord, and in that place I am experiencing the beauty of God, I have a sense of his presence, And that's when, and hey, listen, you could dwell there for as long as you want. You could linger long in the presence, just like Joshua, the son of Nun. But however long that is, I'm not giving you a formula. I engage with the word of God from that place. And oftentimes, you know, while I'm worshiping, the Lord will remind me of a scripture when I'm in his presence. And maybe that's right where I go in the Bible. When I start to read, I go right to John 20 or wherever the Lord is highlighting. And that's what God's speaking to me directly. Or maybe I don't have a particular chapter and verse and where to go, but I would just open up the Bible. Bible and I'll begin to read maybe the first thing that pops into my head or a scripture that intrigues me or maybe I'll just open up to my reading plan, my Bible reading plan. I'm reading through John, so I'll continue in John or I'm reading, you know, in Ephesians, I'll continue there. And then the Holy Spirit will guide that time, okay? A lot of times you got to pray in the Holy Spirit as well. That could activate the spirit of wisdom and revelation, praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, and then you'll begin to sense the presence of God, sense being empowered in your spirit, which could open up the spirit of wisdom revelation as well. And it's amazing. The Bible is a supernatural book. I want you guys to engage with the word of God at the beginning of this year. And if it seems dry, if the word of God seems dry, if you're not, you know, receiving from the word and you feel like there's no presence, I highly encourage you to worship and do what I told you before you open the Bible. Don't just do it religiously. Don't just do it out of duty. Do it with the idea and the reality that I am meeting with God right now. The Bible talks about the tent of meeting. In Exodus, in the Old Testament, it was a place where God met with man. You need to come into your time of prayer and Bible reading with the expectation of I'm meeting with God. I'm spending time with God, the creator and the sustainer of all things. This is who I am. I am am with him. And it will really change perspective there. But the Bible is a supernatural book and he speaks to us in supernatural ways as we read the word of God. But oftentimes, if we're not hungry for the word, it's just because we're filling ourselves with so many other things. There's no room for enjoyment in him because we're getting our enjoyment elsewhere. There's no room for delight and satisfaction in him because we're filling ourselves with other things. And so I want to encourage you. You know, there was this man, I'll I'll, I'll end with this story. I was uh, preaching at a youth group in New Jersey. I think it was a young adult group, actually. It was a young adult group preaching in New Jersey a couple years ago, and I walked up to this individual praying for them at the altar, and I saw a picture. That's how God speaks to me a lot of the time. I'll just see an easy picture, but there'll be a confirmation or a witness in my spirit that it's coming from God. And I just saw a Bible opening up, and I saw like wind breathing on the Bible, and the pages were like moving as wind was blowing the pages. And I just had this knowledge or this understanding. I was like, God is opening up the word of God to you like never before. You will get wisdom and revelation, begin to speak that over that individual. I began to get to know this person over time because they were part of the young adult group. And um, he began to tell me, dude, I really was not hungry for the word. I was hardly reading my Bible. I just was so distracted etc. But man, I am just coming alive. I love the word of God. That was prophetic. Thank you so much for that word. It really just ignited my prayer life, ignited my relationship with the word of God. Thank you so much. And it was just the spirit of revelation. 
through a prophetic word. I love the prophetic. Through a prophetic word, he received it to be true, and he opened up the word with expectancy and faith, and boom, he was able to engage again, be invigorated again by the presence of God in the word of God. And so I want to end this with prayer, and I just want to, this is just the beginning of a journey here for you. If this is a struggle of yours, I'm telling you, all of us have struggled with it at one point or another. I have myself opening the Bible or trying to engage with God, feeling dry. Like, well, I haven't heard from God in a while. What's going on? We need to come back to that place of pure worship. And in his light, we will see light. And so, Lord, I thank you right now for your grace. May the God of peace be with every single person listening and watching right now. I just thank you, Lord, for joy, peace, righteousness flooding the heart of every single individual. And I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to open up the eyes of their heart, that they will begin to perceive in your presence. They will begin to um, experience and know your truth and light in your light, God. I just thank you, Lord, for filling their heart with your spirit of wisdom and revelation, giving them an intimate knowledge of you, that they would be overwhelmed, that they would be undone, that first love would be rekindled in their heart, that their passion for you would be stirred again as they see you, as they know you, as they walk with you, as they engage with your word, as they engage with you in worship, God, that you would meet them where they are, that you would flood their heart with freedom, with love, with joy inexpressible and full of glory. I just thank you for meeting them where they are, wiping away their shame, wiping away their guilt, washing them with your blood, God, giving them a knowledge of their forgiveness, Father. They may be aware of it. They may receive it by faith. And I just thank you, Lord, for the new thing that you are doing in their lives in 2022. I pray the blessing of revelation on them, that they would engage with you, Spirit of God, and may the love of God, and may the grace of Christ, and may the fellowship of the Spirit be with you all in Jesus' name, amen. I love the Apostle Paul. He ends, I believe it's 2 Corinthians. He ends that letter to the Corinthians with that exhortation, that benediction. He says, may the love of God, may the grace of Christ, and may the fellowship of the Spirit be with you all. So bless you guys with that. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people this year so they can truly um, be encouraged and blessed and awakened by the gospel um, through this broadcast. Share this with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review. It's a blessing to our channel. If you're on YouTube, subscribe on there. Comment below. Like the, the posts so we can get this out to more people. And so bless you guys. Thank you so much. And I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. 
but connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you